Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to The Gift of Choice, hosted by entrepreneurial coach and holistic nurse practitioner, Bonnie Gressel. Bonnie and her guests offer information and motivation each week to help you live your dream and attain the health, happiness, and abundance you deserve. Now, here's the host of The Gift of Choice, Bonnie Gressel. Well, welcome everyone. This is Bonnie Gressel, your host here at the Gift of Choice show here on Blog Talk Radio today and iTunes. You know, I want to tell you how much I appreciate all of you taking time out of your busy day to spend a little bit of that time here with us at the show. I know I say that every week, but I truly am grateful for all of you. Now, our goal is to provide great content so that you always feel that your time was well spent. We have a great guest today. Lania Desmond, higher consciousness teacher and mentor, is with us today. I'm really excited to have her here. Now, just as a reminder, you can listen to the past episodes here on Blog Talk Radio and on iTunes. And then we also stream the last episode each week to Speak Up Talk Radio. Now, they're on for you 24-7, so you can listen at 3 in the morning if you want to. They're always there for you to listen to. Now, to be a part of this community, there's a couple of different ways that you can do that. So if you're listening here on Blog Talk Radio, just click on Follow, which is at the top of the show page. Or if you're listening on iTunes, click on the word Subscribe. Either one will get you to sort of be in the loop and in the know about future shows. And I always appreciate people who subscribe or who leave a review or connect with me with some comments, things that you want to hear about on future shows. I'm also working on expanding this show to additional networks as well. So stay tuned. I'll be sure to keep you in the loop as that progresses as well. Now, the Gift of Choice show is educational, inspirational, and motivational in nature. But I want you to take what fits for you today and simply let go of the rest. The Gift of Choice show does not intend or imply to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment either. I always want to preface every show with that little reminder to people. So if you do need to take care of yourself, you're seeking professional medical attention, please, please do that. Now, the call-in number, if you want to listen in on the show, is 4, I'm sorry, it's 714-816-4716. And if you do want to talk with us live on the air, just press 1 on your phone and that lets me know that you want to be live on the air. Otherwise, you can just simply listen in on your phone if that's most convenient. Now, for those of you who might be sitting in front of your computer or around a computer, I also have the chat room open as well. So you can always chat in a question, comment, or maybe you just want to say hi. And I will try to check that from time to time throughout the show. Now, the last, I don't know, year or so, I've been taking just a moment to just allow everybody to stop, to pause, and just breathe. I mean, we have to breathe anyway, but we so seldom pay attention to our breathing. We don't allow ourselves to be still enough of the time. So I always want to provide that little, just a moment on this show every Monday to give you permission to just stop. 
stop what you're doing. Now, if you're driving on the freeway, maybe it's not a good idea to to stop what you're doing. But if you are in a place where you can take a moment and just come down and relax and maybe close your eyes even and just breathe. If you're in a place where you're able to do that safely, please do join me. I'd like you to take a nice deep breath in through your nose if you can. And let everything go with the exhale. Just let it all out. Now, if you have a summer cold, breathing through your nose isn't always so easy. But other than that, it's a really good way to activate that relaxing part of you. Breathing in. And breathing out. Letting everything go that you don't need right now. There's nothing else that you need to do but breathe. Breathe in all the wonderful things that the universe has for you and breathe out anything that you don't need right now. Just let it all go. Breathing in, feeling that belly expand. And breathing out, letting your abdomen deflate again. That's it. Just breathing. Nothing else that you need to do. You know, at some level, you decided to be present to listen to the show today. So this time is for you. Breathing in. And breathing out. And if thoughts come in, That's okay. That's how our mind works. Just go back to paying attention to your breathing. Acknowledge that thought. But then go back to just simply breathing. Breathing in. And breathing out. Without pushing it or pulling it, just letting it flow. Now as we come back, to listen to the show today. I want you to take one more deep breath in, if you can, through your nose. And then let it all go. Let everything out. That bigger breath at the beginning and then again at the end sends your body a signal that it's time to come back. Come back to the here and now, but keep that relaxed feeling. Hang on to that relaxed feeling as you come back to listen to the show today. I don't know about all of you, but I always feel better after we do that. I might even talk a little slower now. So thank you all for joining me in that moment to just stop. I think we need to do more of that in our lives. You know, as we get into the show today, I was thinking about the show this morning. And I was thinking about how... This life that we're experiencing right now is just that. It's an experience. There's so much more than just the here and now, than just this life experience. You know, when I did home health care as a nurse practitioner back in the day, I sat with dying patients on more than one occasion. And there was one time that, that always sticks in my mind, in my memory, I was sitting with a gentleman who was dying of renal failure. 
And he was on his last moments. And his wife said to me, Bonnie, life is but a whisper. And you know, that is so true. There is so much more than our physical experience here. Her saying that to me that day, which was, gosh, probably 15, 20 years ago, has stuck with me this whole time. Because it is just a whisper. Now, I don't know if you would call or if I would call what I had six years ago a near-death experience because I didn't see a tunnel or I didn't remember choosing to leave or choosing to stay. You know, all those people, all those things that people talk about with near-death experiences. But I know that after our car accident and my coma six years ago, something shifted. Something changed in me. A few months after the accident, I was talking to somebody at Hay House at the company because I was ordering some angel cards for my office. And I don't even remember how the topic of our accident came up, but the sales rep that I was talking to said that she had had a bad car accident too many years earlier. And she asked me if I noticed that things were different. And I really thought it didn't be said actually. But I was more intuitive, communicated with my guides and my angels more easily. It's like they were always right there. I hadn't really thought about it, but my life was different. And with a brain injury, you know, like I don't remember about three weeks of my life. So if I had those experiences of a tunnel or white light or anything like that, I don't even know if I would remember it because that might have been during my time of amnesia. But I think there was something that that changed in me that day. Greg Braden, if you're familiar with him, he's got lots of books, and I think I've probably got them all. But in one of his books, it's called The Divine Matrix. He talks about the field, that energy field that holds us all together, that web of life, so to speak. He says that when you have a traumatic thing happen, like a serious car accident, and you're unconscious for a while, and you're sort of in that other dimension, that sometimes you can get close enough to actually touch the field. After that, your intuition, your perception, your soul is different. You get close enough to get a glimpse of what that unified field, that consciousness grid is like. You know, that field that links us all together, all of creation, not just all of us human beings, but everything. So even though I don't remember seeing a tunnel or white light or having to choose to stay or to leave, I don't know, maybe it was the amnesia or maybe I never had those experiences. I don't know. I can't really explain it, but something is different. Perception, intuition, that soul level stuff, that heart centered stuff. I've never really been quite the same. And I know our guest today is going to talk a lot more about this kind of thing. I am so eager for our discussion. It's going to be enlightening for all of us. So after we take a short break, I'm going to introduce our guest for today, Lania Desmond. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about this fascinating topic. Are you one of the millions of people who struggle to relax, sleep well, or even lose weight? Have you ever wondered why it's so hard? If you think your brain might have something to do with it, you're right. Now you can learn how to access the powerful energy of the mind-body connection with the ultimate health and wellness gift set, a four-CD collection of guided meditations from holistic nurse practitioner Bonnie Gressel. 
You can use them all for yourself or split the individually wrapped CDs into gifts for friends and family. The Ultimate Health and Wellness Gift Set includes all of Bonnie's popular CDs, including Restful Sleep, Relax, Meditation for Busy People, and Weight Loss. To get your copy of the Ultimate Health and Wellness Gift Set, go to BonnieGressel.com and click the Products tab. That's B-O-N-N-I-E-G-R-O-E-S-S-L dot com. You're listening to The Gift of Choice with your host, Bonnie Gressel. The Gift of Choice is sponsored by MNB Global Solutions, providing individualized coaching for entrepreneurs and authors, as well as book editing and publishing services. For more information, go to mnbglobalsolutions.com. Welcome back, everyone, to The Gift of Choice. I'm Bonnie Gressel, your host. And I'm here today with a very special guest. So let me introduce Lania Desmond. She's a health and wellness coach, a higher consciousness teacher. And I am so excited to have her here today. Lania's story, she's going to tell you more about this story, but a little bit of this. is She had, after her result of her first near-death experience, she experienced what it's like to go beyond the human condition and see herself and her circumstances from an entirely different perspective. Coming from a totally dysfunctional family and suffering from physical and emotional abuse, she then realized that she had her work cut out for her if she had any hope of transforming these conditions. Her experiences on the other side, so to speak, not only allowed her to heal these deep wounds, but ultimately come into alignment with her true purpose for living and to teach others how to do the same. Most notably, her work is featured in a chapter of a book called Overcoming Spiritual Amnesia in the book Cosmic Creel, and it was revised in 2013 as Forgiveness, Forgiving My Mother's Abuse. Lania works in person, by phone, and by Skype, and I put her website, laniadesmond.com, at the bottom of the show page. So I'm sure that you can connect with her there, but we will ask her that herself later on in the show. So, Lania, welcome to the show today. I am so honored to have you join us here again. Thank you, Bonnie. I really appreciate it. I just, I love what you offer and, and how you present. It's an honor to be here. Thank you. Oh, thank you. So, you know, I, I read a little bit about people in their bio, you know, but there's more to the story. So would you share with all of our listeners and with me a little bit more about your life and what what brings you to who you've become today? Well, you know, when I was little, I always felt like the stork brought me on the wrong planet. And I'm <laughs> sure that many people feel that way. I know I did. And... One of the things that was so different for me was that I had all these really natural abilities um, that caused me to feel like I was so different from everybody else, kind of like a Harry Potter being surrounded by muggles. And I wanted to hide. And I thought I was flawed. I thought there was something wrong with me. And I find that a lot of people that I work with feel that same way. And it's really kind of an interesting phenomenon that our gifts cause us to feel so different. So 
the other part of it was I always had little invisible friends. Mm. And they, I didn't know that they were my guides and angels and teachers. I, I had no idea because I was little. And they would help and teach me how to get through my day-to-day life because my environment was so abusive and dysfunctional. But later I found out that was what I chose. But I didn't Mm -hmm. understand that at the time because it was so brutal. Yeah. So they taught me something that was really, really valuable even to this day. And they would say to me when I was little, if something bad happens, Give it to us, and we'll take care of it. That's Mm -hmm. like, let go and let my higher power take over. That's how I would translate it now. So even when I was little, that was happening. Mm. Then there was this other part of me, the different part of me, that could look at people and know what was missing, that if they had it, their whole world would turn around. Well, Mm. I got into a lot of trouble for that one. (laughs) I really really got into a lot of trouble because there's this little child, you know, saying things to people. And of course, my mother really didn't appreciate that. So it it was cause for punishment to be expressing my natural Mm. spiritual gifts. You see, and so kind of start to shut that down. Or I did anyway. Mm-hmm. So I kind of felt like an alien and I wanted to go home, but I had no idea what that was or what it meant. But I just knew that I really didn't fit here. And I do hear that from a lot of people. I just want to yeah. go home. Yeah. You know, you, you talk about being shut down and, and, and having imaginary friends or, or you know, the, your angels and your guides. I have a kind of a funny story. When I was in kindergarten, you know, in kindergarten, they have lunchtime and you have to pass out the napkins and all this stuff before you take nap, nap time. Well, it, right. when it was my job to pass out all the little napkins, I would, of course, be having a conversation with my guides. <laughs> My, my imaginary friends, right? I would get yelled at all the time because I was too noisy when I passed out the napkins <laughs> for lunchtime. I would get yelled at from my kindergarten teacher. So it can happen at home, at school. I mean, everywhere because it's not, you're right. You feel like you're different because it's not what people expect. Right. Yeah. Like, and everybody knows that you're different. So yeah. it, it kind of makes you want to just hide somewhere. Mm. You know, not realizing that that's part of what you came for. Right. To really understand that and use it and and really be with that in your life and what you do in your life as part of your purpose. Mm-hmm. So came to a point because of the type of abuse that I suffered that I became so ill and mm-hmm. I was told that I needed to have a really major operation, but the operation wasn't going to make me well. The operation was just meant to take me out of some of the excruciating pain that I was in. And Mm. so they wanted to do this operation and then sedate me on morphine and put me in a rest home until I died, which maybe they were giving me like three months. And I was only 19 at the time. Oh, my goodness. 19, 19 years old. So I figured, you know, if I was going to die, I wanted to do it in one piece. 
I didn't want to be all <laughs> cut up, you know. I didn't I didn't yeah. want to be suffering like that, you know. And so I went home and really did have a near death experience. And it was absolutely astounding. And I and I will say I didn't see a tunnel, actually. I really didn't see a tunnel. Mm. What I experienced was leaving my body and being able to see my body laying on the table with everybody's kind of rushing around trying to revive me. Mm. Um, and I felt so good. I felt free. I felt no pain. I felt, I felt love. And I really, I didn't want to come back. Uh, th- that mm. was the furthest thing from my mind. Just get me away from Sharon. Let me go on. And and it, I was being told, you know, I, and shown and feeling the most amazing sensations that you could ever possibly imagine. It was it was like being in heaven. I guess what mm. what somebody would think of as being in heaven. You know, it's. You know, you feel wanted, you feel welcomed, you feel loved, you feel appreciated, you feel like you matter. All the things I didn't feel in my mm-hmm. mind. So it was really a stark contrast because I never felt wanted or welcomed or loved as a human in my body. Mm. But you decided to come back. <laughs> or or, or not not really, really if you didn't decide. decide. <laughs> I really didn't decide. Uh, kind of what I was told as I was mm. feeling myself being pushed back down into my body because I could feel it literally. Oh, wow. I was told that it wasn't my time to stay there. But I could come back and visit any time I wanted. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know how that was going to happen, but I did find out later how that all mm-hmm. worked. So, um, no, I felt like my option to die had actually been mm-hmm. And that set up a whole new set of challenges, basically, because I realized that my only two options were either to stay the way I was, which was in a completely debilitated state, or find a way to heal myself. Hmm. And those were my two options. So obviously I chose to heal myself. Right. Now, I, I assume that you, were li- you weren't living with your parents at this time. You were 19. Were you living by yourself? I was, or? I was living by myself, yeah. Okay, wow. By myself, yeah. So one of the things that I really started looking at was what is the difference between being human and being out of the body? What was it that made being human so limiting, so debilitating, so, um, you know, having these thoughts and beliefs and attitudes that I was so unworthy and I was flawed and I was, you know, um, not, not worth anything, Compared with when I was out of the body, having enormous value, 
feeling wanted and welcomed and loved and supported and like I could do anything. I could I could be magic. I could mm-hmm. be absolute magic and everything would just show up to me exactly the way I wanted it to without any effort at all. What was the difference? And so that really kind of put me on a quest. Okay. So how did you find the answer? Well, what I started doing is I started paying attention to what was bringing me the same feeling that I had while I was out of my body. And I started paying attention to the gifts and abilities that I had when I was little that I had set aside because of the abuse Mm -hmm. that was attached with them. And I started reconnecting with my guides and um, my angels, and I started doing what I was guided to do. And in the course of all that, at one point, they started asking me, um, well, they, they started teaching me different ways of being able to heal my body. And I started going on a major quest to see what were the components, you know, that made up illness and disease, and how did they relate to my thoughts and feelings and attitudes and beliefs that I was carrying? Mm. And it was, it was quite a course of study. And I will tell you that it took me four years and three months to actually completely heal my whole body. Wow. And when I say completely heal, when I'm talking about being debilitated, I actually only weighed when I was 19. I only weighed 76 pounds. Oh, my God. I can't imagine. That is really debilitating. Yeah. So then, you know, it took me four years and three months to actually heal that. And then I actually found out that I'd been anorexic since I was five years old. Oh, my. And so that really set me spinning. So not only did I have this debilitating condition from the abuse, but then to come find out, I had an eating disorder as well. Mm-hmm. And so as I followed the lead of my guide from the other side, my body started healing. And that course included understanding vibrational frequency and how we resonate and and what we can accommodate in our in our state of awareness. And when I say that, I'm talking about being able to use our sensing devices. Now, most people don't realize that our sensing devices like sight, sound, taste, touch, smell, and our chakra system. Mm-hmm. And, um, you're familiar with the chakra system. Yeah. yeah? Yeah, I, I'm a Reiki yeah, master, so I'm I am. But would you explain it for our listeners, just in case some of them might not be um, familiar with sure. it? The chakra systems are actually energy vortexes that allow us to perceive this dimension of consciousness. And so, the way you know, 
there are seven basic ones that people talk about. There's actually a lot more than that, but there are mm-hmm. seven basic ones. And those sensing devices that we know of as our chakras, they filter um, how we see life. And so the way that they're filtered or the way that they're tuned allows us to perceive life here as a human. And what most people are not aware of is that all of our sensing devices, all of them, sight, sound, taste, touch, smell, and the chakra system, are all basically calibrated, tuned up, while our mother is pregnant with us. And so whatever we perceive from that particular environment while she was pregnant with us is the range that we can can accommodate. So it, it's kind of like, um, you know, you have um, a TV. Well, if the TV is only on rabbit ears, you can only get certain stations. You can't get any other stations. It it won't pull it in. Compared with if we're on satellite. You see? A TV that's hooked up to satellite has a much wider range of capacity than a TV hooked up to, to routers. Now, what's interesting is that all the stations are already there. Mm-hmm. They're already there. But what we have an ability to perceive is limited by what we can accommodate in our sensing devices. Yeah, if, if we've, we filtered many things out because, we, because of how we're sensing. Because of how it's calibrated. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like a calibration system. That happened. So, so let's say when your mother was pregnant, there was something really debilitating that happened while she was pregnant. Well, that kind of gets locked in to our sensing device. Or maybe while she was pregnant with us, she um, she believed that we were going to be a boy, and we turned out to be a girl. Okay, our mm-hmm. sensing devices are picking that up, and and it kind of gets logged into what I call the program mm. that we're running. We're running a program. Okay, the program actually has nothing to do with us. Absolutely nothing to do with us. It has to do with what we are capable of perceiving. You see. Mm-hmm. But that's who we think we are. When, when we come in and we're growing up and then we get to a certain age, we, we think that's who we are. But it's not. It's a program. And so when I was out of my body, that program didn't exist. Oh, sure. Yeah. It, it, it didn't exist. You see? Yeah, None so you weren't bound by program. that program. No, mm-hmm. absolutely not. And so dropping that program off 
while I was on the other side, was so huge. It took me a very long time to actually understand all of this, by the way. I mean, if it wasn't like one day all of a sudden I just realized it, no. It well, good. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you said that. <laughs> because otherwise our listeners are saying, hey, wait a minute, how am I going to get from here to there in five minutes? <laughs> so I'm glad you said that. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I, actually, I actually wrote an article about the failure code. Mm. Because I see these programs as failure codes. And mm-hmm. so these failure codes are kind of what we come in, you know, we come in. And, and really, there are things that we want to learn. We want to grow. We want to overcome. We want to transform. And so all of this program is kind of like, on a, if you were looking at a pendulum, it will be on one side of the pendulum. And what we want to be able to accomplish is on the other side of the pendulum, Mm. you see. And many of us that are on our spiritual path and we're doing our spiritual work, we want to grow, we want to evolve, and we want to transcend our conditions, all of those limitations, that pendulum has a pretty wide swing. Mm -hmm. Okay? Now, now that I've said that, I'll say this. When we come in, from my perspective, when we come in to this human life, what we have, in a sense, designed is a way to be able to have that pendulum get activated and be a catalyst for us to move us to the other side. And so this one really simple little thing that, that is kind of interesting is that we kind of, in a way, hire our parents to show us what's out of balance. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, if they've done a really good job, we're really messed up. Okay? <laughs> kind of humorous. If you just stop and think about it, you hire them so that you can be messed up. Well, but it's to learn a lesson. Good. (laughs) Really? I mean, who would do this to themselves? I hear people all the time say, why would somebody choose this? You know, who would be crazy enough to choose all this? You know, Mm -hmm. we do it for a very good reason. We do it because of how much we want to be able to accomplish. And it sets up, the stage, it sets the stage for us to have a catalyst so strong that we go searching. Yeah. And so this is kind of, this is kind of the game here. So these are some of the things that really it took me years and years and years to understand the game. This is the game. And so what what we are programmed for and what we want to accomplish are two entirely different things. One's at one end of the spectrum and the other is at the other end of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. And most of the time, if you'll notice, people aren't focused on the environment that they want to get to. They're focused on healing, forgiving, resolving, transforming what they've already experienced. That's where they're facing. 
Yeah. So, Lonnie, how do you help? Say, say somebody comes to you with, with maybe even a similar story to yours that they've had this horrible life and 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 they want to know, okay, how, how there's got to be more than this. How do I get better? <laughs> somebody comes to you and they're they're pretty messed up. How? Where do you start with somebody <laughs> like that? I mean, tell us a little bit about about how you know your process, how you help people through those. Well, the process is called Soul Point. Okay. And Soul Point actually gives them an experience of like very similar to what I experienced on the other side in my near death experience. Mm-hmm. And so what it's doing is it's bringing in all the good stuff. So people really don't, you know, like if I ask somebody, the very first thing I ask people, and the listeners might want to say this little game, do this little thing. So, if I had a magic wand and you could have anything just for you, not for anybody else, not for the world, not for anything, what would it be? And it can be as many things as you want. Notice what happens when I ask that question. You start thinking about all the things that you don't want anymore. I don't want this, and I don't want this, and I don't want this, and I don't want this. Okay, great. What do you want? What do you want? And, you know, when I start doing this with people, what's amazing is that if you look at what they really do want, some of the things that when you keep digging, keep digging, keep digging, they want to feel safe. Mm-hmm. They want to be able to trust themselves. They want to be in a healthy relationship. And, and especially, they, they want to be able to receive. Receiving is probably one of the biggest issues on the planet. People don't know how to receive. Yeah. And right? then you get into the whole worthiness and all that stuff that keeps them from All that stuff. All that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And when you stop and think about where did that come from? It didn't come from where you came from as consciousness. It doesn't exist there. It came from the faulty program, the mm-hmm. failure code. You see, when I actually got Soul Point, and that's the name of the process, because what I realized was that it was my soul point for living. Mm. It was my soul point for living to remember who I am, to remember why I'm here, to remember my value, to remember that I'm always loved, that I am connected, that, that I matter. And to be able to take all the faulty stuff and set it aside. And so what I find people need is a new program. Mm, it's a okay. new program, okay? And a new program is about all the good. It's all the stuff that I experienced on the other side. It's about the love and being held and being appreciated and feeling like I could be supported and I could make mistakes and and mistakes were just part of my journey. And, you know, when you start having those kinds of experiences, it's like if, if I was to say to somebody that, like you asked the question, they had this um, childhood where let's just take something simple. Let's just take something very simple and say, well, let's say um, in your environment, 
um, there wasn't a lot of nurturing. There wasn't a lot of affection. That's something pretty basic, right? Mm-hmm. And and also so, pretty common. <laughs> it's uh, very common. Yeah. Very common. Okay. So let's say instead, instead, you found yourself in an environment where there was nurturing, there was affection. You were given food to eat that you love to eat, and um, the parent would do things with you that you were really interested in. And they would um, they would set it up so that um, all your needs were met. <laughs> I, can, I can almost hear what people are thinking. You know, um, well, you know, that isn't what I experienced, and that isn't possible, and... Um, you know, all the different chatter that would go on mm-hmm. if they were to even imagine that. But think about this. You can't have something you can't imagine. Exactly. Plus, your brain doesn't know the difference sometimes between what's exactly. real and what's imagined. So why not use that to your advantage? <laughs> exactly. You see? And so what I start doing in the work that I do, in the soul point work, is I start dropping things in that people start imagining. How would a little child be if they had a mother? How would a little child be if they, if their father or this and that? How would a little child be if this was all they had ever known? Okay? And so as they start, you know, getting a little bit more comfortable and a little bit more comfortable and a little bit more comfortable, you know, and they stop the squirming and they stop the fidgeting and they stop the denial and they stop the pushing it away. All of a sudden, it starts to get fun. And they start looking forward to what is the next thing I'm going to say and what is the next thing I'm going to say and what is the next thing I'm going to say. And then they start coming up with things on their own, mm-hmm. which is really the best. Mm-hmm. And so then they start allowing those sensing devices to start recalibrating because what recalibrates your sensing devices is your ability to imagine something beyond what you knew, beyond what that program state. And yeah. so it's you, stretching. You know, as you're, as you're talking about this, mm-hmm. I, I can just feel the energy just talking about it, Mania. You know, I can just – you <laughs> must when – you're, when you're sitting, you know, face-to-face with somebody – can't you just almost see them levitating? I mean, <laughs> I mean, can't you just feel the energy of them just getting taller yeah. and bigger? And, and, yeah. and it's, yeah, well, I can yeah. feel it just through our conversation. My goodness. Well, yeah. Well, well I will say this. I, I don't have that many people that I actually work with in person. The majority of the people I work with are either on phone or on Skype because I have well, clients yeah. all over the world. Right. So, and on Skype, you can see them if they use the, the webcam thing. Yeah, a lot of the times we don't do that because, oh, okay. yeah, you know, people have, you know, there's a freedom on, on the phone. There, there is. There's yeah. just really kind of a freedom on the phone. And it's, 
it's just as visual for me. If you want to know well, yeah, because, I was just going to say, you know. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any difference yeah. because I can feel it just you talking about it and we're just on right. the phone. So I, it doesn't make any difference if you can physically see somebody or not. Yeah. Right. Well, it, what, what I know is that the energy work that I do, it happens whether people are aware of it or not. Mm-hmm. So everybody that's listening on this call and will be listening to this call will be getting energy work done because it just happens naturally. Right, right. You know, speaking of that, I'm wondering, we got we have about, I don't know, 15 minutes left or so to the show. Would you mm-hmm. be able to share an experience with people who are listening either to us live or, or to oh. the recording later so that they can sort of feel this type of shift that you help people through? Yeah, I, I would love to do that, Bonnie. Thank you. So I'm going to do something. I'm going to explain what happened one time. And then I'm going to ask uh, everybody to just kind of follow along with it. So in the work that I do, I'm giving people a whole new frame of reference, which means, you know, people have a frame of reference with their mother and their father and their family and that whole environment. And in the work that I do, they're getting a new mother, a new father, a new environment. They're getting reprogrammed basically into an environment that I experienced on the other side. And one day, um, quite spontaneously, I was going for a walk. And when I would go for a walk, um, I would kind of do a walking meditation. And this one day in particular, I was walking around, and all of a sudden, I had two incredibly profound experiences. One of them was, as I was walking, I felt the air move right through me. Hmm. It moved right through me. And in that moment, I understood that I had not included who I am as a human into who, who I am as a spiritual being that somehow I had separated that out and I needed to invite who I was as human in. And then as I was doing that, all of a sudden I could feel these presences. I don't know how to say that word, presences, presence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, were, there were two of them, <laughs> one on either side of me, one on either side of me, flowing energy in a, in a very specific, particular way, which was very similar to what I experienced on the other side. Mm. And so that is the experience that I would like to share with the audience. Oh, that would be awesome. Yes, yes, please do. We have about oh, uh, 11 minutes left or so. Okay, good. It's a, it's a short experience, but you can listen to it over and over. So, so what I would like for everybody to do is just take in a deep breath and just let your body relax. 
A lot of the time when I'm working with someone, I invite them to keep their eyes open while I do the process. But if you feel to close them, you can. And I would like for you to just imagine a huge circle of golden light all the way around you. And I would like for you to see yourself in that golden circle of light and just feel the energy of that golden circle of light and notice that there's a door inside of that golden circle of light. And just allow yourself to walk toward that door and open that door. And as you step through the door, you can feel a presence on your left and on your right. These two unique presents, one is a masculine energy and one is a feminine energy. These are energy. They are radiant in their presence. They are loving. They are tender and nurturing and strong and capable. And each of them is unique. And they have a very deep, loving bond that is eternal. And you are between them. And you find yourself becoming smaller and smaller and small until you are but an infant between them that they are holding. And you can feel them pressing up against you. And you feel the flow of love coming from one and moving to the other through you and filling you up and surrounding you as it flows from one to the other. You feel the love. You feel the gratitude that you are allowing them to share this experience with them. You feel the joy, the happiness. You feel a sense of fulfillment. You feel all the old stuff drop away. And the purity of consciousness flowing in. And you start relaxing. And you start feeling the happy. And you start feeling the joy. And as they're giving you 
healthy thoughts, healthy feelings, healthy attitudes. You know that the relationship they have is an ultimate relationship, that they're totally conscious beings. And they adore each other, and they adore you. And you just allow yourself to receive that in every part of your being until it almost seems like you're radiating with that love and that joy and that fulfillment, and you're just soaking it in. And all the resistance is just falling away. All the guilt or not enough or sadness or grief or shame is all dropping away. The hurt, the pain, all of it just dissolving in the presence of their love. And you can feel the laughter the laughter welling up in your belly, just laughter, just coming from the core of your being. And they just keep flowing and saturating you with that love as you are between them and they are sharing with each other. You absorb all of that within you. And then in a moment, you find that you're getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And you are now the size that you are now. And somehow, as if by magic, they just each move forward and blend into you. And you find yourself standing in a golden circle of light. And you just simply come back here. And you can take yet another deep breath and feel that breath go all the way down to the bottom of your feet, down into the center of the earth, and then come back up through your body and flow out the crown, the top of your head, and surround you to go into the rest of your day. Lania, that was really a powerful imagery. Thank you so much for sharing with all of our listeners. I know everybody's going to, I know there are many people, myself included, they're going to listen to it again. So thank you so much for that. You're welcome. My now, joy I, to share. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, speaking of share, people are going to want more of you. I can I can already feel that through the, <laughs> through the airwaves. So how can they best connect with you, find out more about you, your services, all that sort of thing. What's the best way? I know I have your website on the show page, so that'll stay there. The link is hyperlinked, so it should go to, to your to your website. But but tell us, you know, more about that. 
Uh, well, you can go over to my website, and on my website, I do have in the upper left-hand corner um, a little box that says get a free 20-minute consultation. I would love it if your listeners would go over there. I'd be more than happy to do a free consultation with anybody that um, would like to have a little bit more of this and see how what I do can benefit you. I I love doing that, and um, they can also connect with me, um, email lania at laniadesmond.com. I do respond to my email. Great. I would love um, to hear from uh, the audience. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure that you're going to get some some communication, whether it be text or phone or, or email or whatever, but it was a fabulous little exercise that you brought everyone through. And if they can get more of that, I'm sure people are going to be um, <laughs> really chomping at the bit for it. So I want to to thank you for taking time today, Lania, to just spend time with my community here at The Gift of Choice. I so I really appreciate, appreciate it. it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome, and, and thank you for being here. Now, I will be back next Monday at 2 p.m. Central with another great guest. I always have guests. And so I will see everyone then. Um, and if you have ideas, suggestions for the show, how to make changes, guests you'd like to hear from, certainly feel free to connect with me at either my website, bonniegressel.com, you can look me up on Facebook. Um, Coach Bonnie Gressel is one of my pages or just my name, Bonnie Gressel. If you just search for me, you should find me. So so you can, I think you can also leave a message right here on Blog Talk Radio now, which is very cool. So I look forward to hearing from you. And if you have a guest that you'd really like me to get on this show, I will do my darndest to get them. So I want to thank Lania Desmond for today. It was a fabulous show. And I'll be back here. Oh, thank you so much. And I'll be back here next week on Monday at 2 p.m. Central. Blessings, everyone. You've been listening to The Gift of Choice, hosted by Bonnie Gressel. The Gift of Choice has been brought to you by MMB Global Solutions, your source for individualized coaching for entrepreneurs and authors, along with book editing and publishing services. For more information, go to mmbglobalsolutions.com.